back in part three of climate change. Right? Climate change is all about building the right environment, the optimal environment that is conducive to your success. Right? A lot of times, why we don't get to our goals, why we don't, why we don't um, accomplish what we set out to accomplish, is because we don't have the optimal environment. And it's hard to grow certain plants, certain crops in certain places because the environment is not conducive for its growth. How are we going to succeed if we don't have the right environment around us? All right, so the first time, first, first part, we talked about boundaries, right? Physical limits that we put around ourselves to keep other people, other things, other toxicities out, but to also enclose us and keep us in a certain area of how we are to, how we are to act. Right, so the boundary works both ways. Second, second part, we talked about roses. We talked about the rate of self-evolution. Right, if the environment doesn't produce overall growth, then it is the wrong environment. So it's not the right climate for what we're trying to do. Right, so the third part, we're talking about trees. Right, and trees, again, internal and external significance, but we're talking about producing. Something must be produced in this climate. Right, it, it, it does us no good to put the climate around us and not produce anything. Right? You may say, okay, well, we just talked about roses, meaning flowers. Flowers are produced. Um, right? There, there's beauty in roses. So why isn't growth enough? Well, growth is beautiful. But you can't live off of beauty. You live off of what you produce. You can't live off of just growth. Growth is great. Growth is the goal. But how do you truly know if you're growing if you're not producing anything? And that's what the trees represent. Right, and there, I guess there are two groups of trees. And we talk about the Garden of Eden story, which this whole climate change series is based off. And the first the first mention of the trees are that Adam and Eve had every fruit-bearing tree for their consumption. You could eat from any tree except the two trees at the center. Right? One tree in particular, but it was it was probably implied that they never ate from the other tree either. So we're going to talk about the outside trees first. Right, the outside trees are the ancillary fruits. Right, these, these are the little, the itty-bitty produce, itty-bitty productive things that you do. Right, it may be little habits that are conducive to your growth. Right, it may be something that you can, you can, you can eat off of. Right, that's what your career is supposed to be. That's what your, your physical health is supposed to be. Your relationships are supposed to be. Right? These are the things that produce sustenance. 
these are the things that produce what you are able to live off of. Right, but these are not the two trees that are placed in the center. Your life should not be revolving around your career, your finance, your, 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 um, your relationships, um, your reputation, um, any of those other things. Because at the center of the garden are two trees, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. Right? Your health and your wisdom are the two things that your that your entire climate is built around. All of the roses are built around. All the other trees are built around. The boundaries are there to protect your health and your wisdom. Right? Because that's what the tree of the knowledge of good and evil represents. Your wisdom. Right? How you apply the knowledge of what you experience. Right? The, the knowledge of good and evil is what should filter everything and keep and keep other things out. If I can't get anything good from it, if it can't help me grow in wisdom, and then that wisdom has fruit from it. Right? Again, Eve ate the apple, the apple grew on the tree of good and evil, which means that your wisdom must produce something that I can see. I should be able to see, or I should be able to hear. I should be able to sense your wisdom. Right? And, and, and we have to be careful about what we do with our wisdom because the tree of life, again, represents our health, represents our vitality. This is our energy source. Right? It, it, it does us no good to eat from the tree of life and live a long life if we not if we don't have the requisite wisdom to make that life produce good fruit. Right? Because it's only after they have eaten from the tree. Of, of the knowledge of good and evil that they say, oh, if, we, if they eat the tree, if they eat from the tree of life, they're going to live in this consciousness, this awakening, this wisdom forever. And that's what makes them miserable. Talked about in the fear of success. And that is what your life should be revolving around. How much help, how much energy do you have to get what you need to get accomplished, accomplished? And then what are you learning along the way? Whether it's good or bad, even though those things are intertwined. So, when we think about trees, we think about maybe the most crucial part of, of the climate that we live is what we are producing out of that climate. Right? Trees are something that has to be worked on constantly. Trees provide shade. They provide places for you to, to hide when life gets too rough. Right? When, when, the, when the sun is too hot, you can, you can go in and you can go under the trees of, of wisdom, under the trees of, 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 of life and physical health and vitality to recharge, 
So when we think about trees, specifically we think about the two trees in the center, it gives us a way to orient our lives. Your life is focused on your job, your career, your relationship, your ships, your reputation, even your character, which could be a derivative of, of the tree of not too good and evil. But your image, all of that stuff you can eat from, and, and, and as long as you eat from them and not center your climate around them, these are all good things. These aren't bad at, in their nature. But it's when we put them in the center of our climate that they become bad. But if you can center your life around, how can I be as vibrant and, and, and have as much vitality and energy as possible throughout my life here on this earth? And how can I gain and apply wisdom effectively? Now we, now we have our optimal climate, but we're starting to get our optimal climate to succeed. And then again, they have to produce something that I can sense or something that I can see. That is the importance of trees to create an optimal climate.